0: Those chicks are here to slay
1: Hello, all you bald and balding people, and welcome back to Those bald Chicks, your favorite alopecia podcast. I'm Paige, and I'm here with Kristen, and our second guest for our mom series, Talena Longmore. She is a (laughs) mom of an incredible alopecia warrior named Delena. She's seven years old and is even an author of a children's book called I Am Not My Hair. Talena and Delena showcase joy and positivity while spreading awareness via social media. So thank you so much for being here. And we're Thank so excited you. to have you.
0: Well, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me. <laughs>
1: Absolutely. So if you want to jump in and just kind of start off with her diagnosis of alopecia, when she got diagnosed, what type, and then go from there.
0: So she was four years old when she was first diagnosed. She started off with alopecia areata, so patches, and then it quickly progressed to universalist, which is what she has now
1: so how fast did it progress was it like it a couple months a month. really in a month yeah oh it that's was, fast yeah wow I don't think I've I've heard of that fast yeah. that's wow. crazy so when did you know right away or did it happen
0: before she got diagnosed well before she got diagnosed it was just like a coin size patch and then but I think about two weeks after that she had three or four big patches. And then after that, it was... They basically... The doctors basically told us, well, we went to a um, trichologist. Yeah. And he basically said to... It was going to fall out and to shave it all off and kind of just go from there. Yeah. Was there any...
1: Like, at the time, was there anything that they suggested? Were they just like, this is what it is and there's not really a
0: cure? Well, it wasn't until after all her hair had fallen out that they then offered her steroids which she took okay. and she was on steroids for about three months and everything grew back but as soon as she was off the steroids it immediately came out again
1: right so wow. did you did you kind of make the decision where you were like uh, I'd rather not do all these steroids constantly for her
0: it wasn't a choice that we were given they were basically saying that steroids, children are long-term are very dangerous and damaging to the body so right and it wasn't something it was it was quite grueling as well the uh steroids yeah I mean she was um it plays with not just your physical appearance but emotionally as well it has an effect on
1: absolutely So it was just kind of bad all around. I think that's kind of the general consensus of steroids that we've all had, obviously. I'm pretty sure a majority of alopecians have gotten those steroid shots, and it's just not a good experience. So that's that's great that she's not on them anymore because obviously it can have some some bad effects. So when yeah. she started losing her hair, what? how did you feel about it? Did you know how to talk to her about it? Were you concerned it was something else? Oh, a a
0: thousand percent at first it was until we had the diagnosis it was a huge concern that it was something else I mean for me my only experience of hair loss had been through cancer or other terminal illnesses and um yeah that was my only experience of hair loss previous to that right it was it was a it was a concern that it was something else at four
1: years old did she really notice was she really paying attention to it oh yeah
0: yeah I think really yeah it's only because within our culture we braid uh, her hair like every two weeks it was a routine for us yeah so um we'd wash it and braid it and Every time I was doing her hair, it became more and more difficult for me to do those styles yeah. because she had less and less hair each right. time. Oh, so, so, uh, so, she definitely
1: noticed since it was yeah, a hundred
0: percent. Yeah. Did,
1: how did you approach that conversation of
0: what was going on? Oh, it was very difficult, especially explaining to a four-year-old that you're beautiful no matter what. Right. It was hard to put into words, you know, that you are not your hair essentially you absolutely and yeah it was very difficult but within our family we um sit and talk with the girls and we as open as honest as we can be and we have conversations you know if she asks me a questions i will answer honestly absolutely That's awesome.
1: That's the way to do it. I'm telling you, being open and honest, that is the most helpful thing, especially when you're going through something so traumatic. And with alopecia, there's no answers, really. Like, it's just kind of a guessing game. Every single day, it's different. Or, you know, you can lose your hair and grow back. And it's so confusing. And I can see it being really confusing for kids because it's like, how do I how do I describe this? How do I explain this to my child? So I applaud you for being open and
2: honest because that is, that's huge for kids. And um, I love that you created a book from it. Yeah. Like I am not my hair. That's going to help so many people.
0: Thank, Thank you really so much. much.
2: How did you guys think of doing that? Well,
1: it
0: wasn't us. It was Delena herself. <laughs> I love it.
2: That's amazing.
0: Yeah, she had come to us with like a a paper version of what would be her book, the first few pages, the front cover, and had written like the beginning of the book is exactly what she'd written in her little paper version of the of the book. So, um, yeah, that <laughs> is the
1: cutest thing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that is
1: so cute that she's like, you know what? I'm gonna write a book about this. I'm going
0: a book. <laughs> yeah. Throughout the process as well, we were not only journaling, so getting her to write down her feelings daily, but also to, um, we were use like positive affirmations, positive words to start the day with.
2: Yeah, that's. I got to start doing that. I really do. I work from home mostly and I walk in my door and I go right to work, but maybe I should be like, today's going to be a good day before I even sign
0: on yeah right
2: honestly something that you can do so
0: quickly yes and I feel like it does make a difference especially once it becomes routine it's in set it's ingrained in you you know that you will and I feel I'm a big believer of uh, positive thinking oh yes it's huge
1: and what a proud moment too that she came to you and she was like here's a book about me and my hair loss like I would have lost it (laughs) I honestly, I would have lost it and been you're like. You're over there already oh. crying.
2: Don't don't
1: even lie to us. I know. I just think that's so incredible. Like literally, you're the second guest, and the first mom that we had on. We were just listening to her talk about her daughter and how resilient she was with hair loss. Obviously, your daughter is too, and we're sitting here like, why couldn't we be like that? <laughs> like we we are getting so just joy and and oh. like motivation for yes. For- he is so up, wow. these little girls oh. like I
2: watch them on Instagram and I'm just like I want to be you when I grow up same like, same. like <laughs> wait the <confidence>. I'm old <laughs> yes the confidence that
1: comes off of your daughters that we see and watch on Instagram it's something it's special something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. yeah absolutely amazing
1: <laughs> absolutely So when it came to her hair loss journey to date, what was the biggest hurdle for you personally and also her to overcome in terms of the hair loss?
0: Other people. I mean, it's not like for her after she lost her hair. I think it was a month until lockdown happened. So I think that was really an essential part of her journey. We were in a bubble there was no one else around. So she didn't have to endure other people's comments until we were allowed mm. to go outside and interact. So I think that that being a part of her journey was kind of essential in how she's overcome, you know, other people.
2: Wow, that you know, is just quite being... the reflection. If you didn't have to deal with other people's judgment of you, where would you be?
0: oh gosh yeah honestly, so awesome. I, I i can't even think i think i would be because i'm overly protective yeah you know i am a your mama bear. mama bear a thousand percent <laughs> <laughs> so i can't i can't say i can't right. say very it's really. kind of a crazy
1: thing to think about because it's like yeah. what would a world like that be like mm. right Because the world is full of so many judgments, and it's like, how would, you would obviously love yourself more, and you would walk around with your head held high because there would be no judgments. Oh my gosh. That's giving me uh, emotional (laughs) feelings. (laughs) Right? I can't imagine a world like that. It's like utopia for emotions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah Yeah, so just around
0: the people that love you exactly right and that you know having just the people that love you around you surrounding you with love and light and positivity yeah and being able to go out into the world I think that really helped
1: yeah wow that's crazy so talking about that what was the biggest triumph she has accomplished when it comes to her hair loss Definitely a book. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, is it the book? <laughs> That's yeah. so great. I'll have to check that out because I am all about buying all the alopecia books yeah, <laughs> because us alopecians we gotta support other alopecians and i know there was two other people too that had books i think she was in college one of the girls and then someone else i think in a different country
2: yeah because she was gonna send us mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: so we were like we gotta buy up all the books <laughs> because <laughs> oh my gosh it's so incredible i feel like that's such a big thing to do because you think about it, we talked to another guest and she's making a short film about it. And no. it's like, there's nothing about alopecia like a short film or a movie out there. So no. I love that everybody is trying to tick all the boxes to put alopecia out there to be more aware and
0: spread more yes. awareness about it. So, oh, I love it. So That's the too. one thing that Delena really wanted to do. She's like, mommy, why doesn't everybody know about alopecia? Why, why do I have to keep explaining myself to everyone? And I was like, do you know what? It's true. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Kids, adults,
0: literally yeah. everyone, we're yeah. all dealing with it.
1: Right. Yeah. So when it comes to her hair loss and she would come up to you and say, Why don't I have hair? Or if she asked that, how would you approach that situation?
0: I would break down, because at the time she was four years old. So I'd break down what autoimmune means, and that we would say that it's just, it's your body telling your hair not to grow anymore i like that yeah me too
2: that's great
0: break it down for me why is this happening (laughs) (laughs)
1: Right. Because when you start thinking about the science part of it, it gets confusing. I mean, I've done my research when I first got diagnosed and I was like, what is this? I don't even understand what is going on. That's why we thought this was so important too, because I got alopecia as an adult. I know Kristen got it when she was 13, but now she's an adult and she's had it for so long. And we've talked about like, how do you tell a kid what alopecia is how do you explain it to them how do you explain bullying and people not understanding why that person or kid ha- doesn't have hair like it's just a, such a big world that we haven't been in personally or at least for a long time for kristen
2: yeah it's been a while <laughs> no. thanks for aging me over here it's i really fine. just in. i'm so sorry it's been a <laughs> i'm
1: long like a time really long time <laughs> gosh but we were like we can't talk on that subject we can only listen because we have we don't have kids and you know it's been a long time (laughs) for Kristen so we were just so happy to hear other people's experiences and since you're the only
2: the second one we've noticed kids are just resilient they're just like yep Mm -hmm.
1: okay I'm bald
2: but it's also a whole different world these days with social media right so it's like oh my right. god I didn't even deal with that when I was losing my hair like there exactly. was no you know like pictures going around of me or anything so yeah. I couldn't even imagine
0: oh that's, that's kind of crazy yeah yeah that's that's the uh the next step the I next suppose. step yeah yeah that's right. that's something that I do think about right you know yeah. secondary school I've already started thinking about what type of secondary school that she should go to, you know, the environment of the school, yep. of what type of people will be going there. I mean, you can't you can't shield. No, you can't people. go with them to school, right? No, so, exactly. Like, so yeah. what we try to do is to build up her confidence and her resilience, you know.
2: Hey, that's so, what you have to do, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Has she dealt with any bu- bullying? Yes. Oh, oh. Yeah.
0: so yeah. how did you approach
2: that, that?
0: I mean, it's before and after losing her hair. So I think she's been in a couple of situations where she was, you know, left out or, you know, just being picked on. Right. Delaney's very, I wouldn't say that she's shy, but she's very soft, she's yeah. very, very kind natured. And I think as some people take advantage of that yeah. even at that age Absolutely. so um so yeah how, had, how do you approach that it before
1: so when that happens how do you approach it like do you go to the school do you who do you talk to do you
0: sit down with her and say hey um... a thousand percent so every day we have like a, a breakdown of the day so we would talk about good things that have happened in the day and anything that may have made us worry or sad and just try and break down the day and we talk about how what she thinks could have gone better and how she would have liked to have dealt with certain situations because I mean as you and I know in the moment it's not always the same but afterwards you have all the <laughs> thoughts of what you could have done and what you should have done in the moment yes. but yeah we try and dissect the day as it were and talk things through I mean when it comes to the bullying we do work with the school and we have been really quite supportive and making sure that Delena is involved in in games and what it was is she was trying to be friends with children who were just not nice
1: yeah mm. and
0: what we try to say to Delena is that not everybody's going to like you you right. won't know why you won't know if it's something that you did it probably wasn't just not everybody's going to like you Right. And that is life. Right. So you need to find people that are nice and kind and that actually want yep. to play with you.
1: Absolutely. You
0: can't please everybody. That's for everybody in life too. Right? That, yeah.
1: <laughs> that is a forever journey. Good Lord. I'm still dealing with that now. <laughs> uh, so I guess what I think about too is me and my partner, we're not sure yet. If we wanna have kids, but if we do, we always talk about, okay, well, what if our kid gets alopecia? Like mm-hmm. that's a whole nother thing to add on to. Well, our kid already has to grow up biracial. And then also our kid would have alopecia too, so how do we combat that? Like how how would we work with the schools? That's why when we found out about Rio, Kristen and I were like, we got to do more. Like we got to, being an alopecia podcast, we got to reach out to our local schools and we have to talk there and we have to bring more awareness because there's so many different factors with alopecia, different people, different types of alopecia. I mean- We have seen with our own eyes that even in the hair loss community, there's people that are like, oh, well, are you really showcasing bald enough since you still have your eyebrows or since you still have hair? So it's literally like working through all of these crazy things. And bullying is the biggest thing because it's all ages. So. Mm I mean, like with all the situations that happened in the media too, like we literally just saw the biggest one happen on Mm -hmm. television in front of millions of people with Jada where Mm -hmm. the hair loss community just sat there and was like, uh, what, what do we (laughs) do with this? Like, Mm -hmm. how how do we combat this now? How do we talk about it? Because the second we talk about it, people are like, oh, it's just hair. And it's like, no, wait, (laughs) we're allowed to say that (laughs) when we've accepted it. But like yeah. that's our identity, like that's what we exactly. hold Exactly. Like oh, yeah. and explaining all of that to a kid.
0: It's yeah, it's it's very frustrating. People do say things like that. I mean, until you are in that situation, yes, you cannot cannot exactly. comment. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. I just think about
1: kids to a certain age; they're just living life, being themselves. Yeah. Being resilient, taking risks, doing all this. And then I feel like when the first time that I realized that life was like, oh, well, I guess you aren't liked by everyone is when I got bullied in middle school. And I was like, oh, it's not all unicorns and rainbows all the time.
0: (laughs) Like, there's
1: actually really mean people that say things for no reason. So... Mm That's great that you take initiative and talk to the school, though. I feel like that's step one. All the adults in the community know that we need to do more. And Mm -hmm. it's writing books. It's making short films. And that's why when we hear that your daughter is like, let's write a book about my hair loss. That's (laughs) everything. That's literally everything. She's going to remember that for the rest of her life and you're gonna yeah. remember that too. So that's so
2: happy. <laughs> I love so it. So awesome. I absolutely so love awesome. it.
1: Um, I know I was just
2: rambling, so I'm sorry. But we have a couple no, more all questions. Good. <laughs> so what has been your best resource through this whole journey? Definitely Instagram.
0: A thousand percent. Awesome. I mean, without Instagram, Firstly, when she was first losing her hair, we went to Instagram and showed her different pictures and, and, you know, videos of different women and children from across the world who, like her, had alopecia. That's awesome. That is
1: everyone's number one answer. A thousand
0: percent. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I can't imagine. Yeah. the internet and instagram especially because i think with instagram you're able to communicate with people you know and have conversations there were a few people that i reached out to and you know gave such great advice
1: yeah have you ever gone to any support groups in
0: person not yet only because as i as i mentioned before but the um Delano's hair loss was during lockdown. Right, um, COVID, yeah. I think it's only just now that they're starting to do face to face meetings. And I mean, the first event that we went to was a a few weeks ago. We went to Alton Towers, which is like a theme park here. And um, it was with Alopecia UK. And there were hundreds. Oh, oh my God. (laughs) Incredible. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Oh, I love that. See, it's being with people that you connect with, that'll change the world. Like being able to have places to go, like there's not really many things by me, but I know I could travel to the different states to go to stuff, but being in the room with people that look like you automatically puts all walls down. Like you can be yourself. So I bet your daughter was just
0: like, "Ah!" (laughs) wah. (laughs) Yeah. She was a bit overwhelmed at first, because yeah. kind of she's be quite shy sometimes. I mean, and but she, yeah, she loved it. And also at her birthday launch, like her, it was her birthday slash book launch, her one request was she just wanted people that looked like her at her birthday. She's yeah. like, Mommy, I just want to see people that look like me at my birthday. So we put out uh, like Alopecia UK helped us send a message to other parents like within within our area. And a few people came. It, oh, well, and it was lovely. God. She was so happy. That is. I bet.
2: Oh. Uh- <laughs> you know, You're I. Here I go crying again. <laughs> Here you go crying again. Poor uh, uh, pain. Oh, God. <laughs> I love that your daughter, at such a young age, seems to comprehend a lot of life lessons that mm-hmm. even like I've taken many, many years to learn you know, yeah. like, and she just, she just picks it up. Like, I want somebody there that looks like me. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's incredible. Yeah.
2: I feel like, you know,
1: the kids with alopecia now are going to change the world. It's so crazy that they're just like, this is what I have. Okay, let's go to everything else in my life. You know, yes. like, let's not focus on it. And that is the biggest thing for me to get over is like, stop focusing on your hair. Just live your life. Like that's, yeah. that's The hardest thing. And it's so refreshing to see all of these kids just, yeah, this is me. I love it. I know, I love it. mm -hmm. When it comes to your daughter's future, what do Mm. you look forward to the most? It can be hair loss related or just in general.
0: Her just being her most authentic self. That is it. I just want her to live the life that she was meant to lead, And that is it. (laughs) That's great. I just wish for her to be happy.
1: Yeah. Happy and healthy.
0: There you go. Yeah. Very
1: simple, but very (laughs) very wanted things for your children. Exactly. And then our last favorite, favorite question, um, because we feel like this helps a lot of people, is what is one piece of advice that you could give to parents whose child is in the beginning or the tough stages of their hair loss right now? To take
0: each day as it comes, allow for yourself and your family to grieve for the hair loss. But also remember that they are still able to ride a bike. They are still able to pick up a pen. They are still the same child that you brought into this world.
2: Oh, so powerful. <laughs> I told myself I wouldn't cry at this one. <laughs> we knew
1: these mom episodes were, oh, were going do to do stuff to us. Heart. Yeah. Because we're going to have our moms on too, and we're just oh. like, we can't even. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't even do know how we're going to make it through those because wow. we can't make it through these mom episodes. We're going to just you... make a
2: whole bunch of inappropriate jokes. Yeah. This is
1: just to get through it. Yeah. <laughs> You and your daughter, are obviously, doing the amazing best work. things. Yes, and yes. that's what we love to see. We love to see accounts and and people just being themselves, and that goes for differences of all kinds. Obviously, it's not just show. Yeah. Like we love people that are just embracing who they are, and kind of pushing bullies to the side like nope you don't get a space
2: here you know
0: yeah that's
2: huge that's what i want to include in like any of my speeches when i finally get the schools to agree to have me come that i it's not just about hair loss it's about like overall bullying and like accepting yeah. our differences and like don't you want to be the generation that you know extinguishes bullying for good right like, I mean, shuts it would... right down right that was yeah. exactly. amazing Right?
1: Yeah. and we know it's there we know it's right on the brink of that because remembering back when I first started school is so different than now like yeah. I feel like people are more accepting about differences than they used to be but there's still so much to do
0: there's so far so, to go
1: yeah there's so yeah. much to go so we just want to say thank you for being here
0: because yes, you being here you. is just changing things so thank you Absolutely. it's going to be
2: <laughs> very helpful to like all the moms that listen to us and, you know, it's just going to be so impactful what you and your daughter are doing.
0: Thank Absolutely. you so
2: much. Yeah. <laughs> so our chick made up of the day is the average mom will have changed approximately 7,300 diapers by the time her baby reaches the age of two tell us is that true
0: i mean <laughs> yes but i also look after how many other children but oh god so saying... you're like tripled this, yeah, so, so times it by a few <laughs> who
1: is that oh my oh, gosh that's no. incredible <laughs> that's a lot of diapers that is a lot
2: Woo. of diapers oh, oh, my we'll
1: applaud all the moms out there for that because yes.
2: that, that's a ton of diaper changing we love the moms <laughs> All right, guys, if you want to get a hold of us, please email us at thosebaldchicks.com or send us a message on Instagram or Facebook. All of the links you need to everything will be in our direct me, which will also be in the episode description. Until next time, guys, bald pack out.